What's up and welcome back to another episode of Glass Half Full with Danielle and Kaven. I'm Kaven. And I'm Danielle. What it so boat. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hope you guys had a great Sunday. And if you didn't, I'm sorry for you. Uh, I wish you oh, have really? the best rest of the week. <laughs> so if y'all remember, our first episode was on this book called Evercurse by Corey Han Haydu. Now, if y'all remember very quite frankly, Danielle and I stood on two opposite sides of the fence on this book. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to get into a little recap. So, for the ones that didn't listen to the first episode, I advise you to listen to that first episode. To get the full mm-hmm. commentary about the book. Um, the first episode was chapters one through four, but we're gonna go through a little recap of chapters one through four, and then we're gonna get into chapters four through eight and let y'all in on the T that is called Evercurse. You're doing great, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, Kevin. Um, so basically in the first four chapters we um pretty much went over the sheer fact that there are princesses, it's four princesses in each chapter. It's pretty much different, if that makes sense. So basically, each chapter kind of switches from Jane, which is the oldest sister, and then it goes to Reagan, who is the witch who cursed them. Um, if you remember, in the first half of the book, we did talk about how the mother was um, put in a glass box by the little witch she just randomly decided she wanted to come and put people in glass boxes um the dad stood there and didn't do anything the daughters all four of the daughters were cursed with different things one was cursed um (laughs) (laughs) so one was cursed with um the ability to not go to sleep another one was cursed with not being able to eat anything um i can't remember what the other two were cursed with but all four of them were cursed with something oh one was cursed with the ability to not love i know yeah i think one of them was cursed with the ability to not hope yeah not eat or the person oh that's the little one when she turns 13 Mm -hmm. um hers will set into effect they're called slow spells so basically when a witch is little or before they turn 18, if they any spell that they cast is called Crazy. a slow spell. Um, so basically, they can break the spell or whatever. Um, we also learned that their mom is in a glass box. So with I Jane, okay, I didn't. I might have missed it. I might have been having a little moment over <laughs> here. So um, Jane, of course, like you said, Jane can't eat, nor can't love. Alice can't sleep. Grace can't remember, and then Eden can't hope. So that was a little recap. So let's get to the next part, babes. Per. All right. So, first things first. I just want to talk about how they downplay Willa so bad, but Willa is like the real one. She's the only one who has, who is keeping, basically, who hasn't turned their back on Reagan, which is the witch. Um, everybody is fake, even her mama who hasn't turned her back on Reagan. But not only that, she's like she's like the glue 
between the princesses and Reagan. Right. So they like Reagan be trying to downplay Willa because of the simple fact that Willa, you know, her spells are easy. Like she could cast a spell and then be broken with cotton candy and unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, but that's because she's not like an evil spirited person, so she doesn't like casting bad spells. So I could see why she would feel like that. I fuck with Willa though. Like Willa is she that girl. She's that girl. She's straight. My favorite personally is Reagan. <laughs> like the further I get into the story, the more I understand why she did what she did. Mm-hmm. Um, I would feel the exact same way, but I don't know. I feel like I don't hold um grudges, but me being a Capricorn, people always say my whole grudges. Yeah. Don't get that. Um <laughs> I don't feel like I hold them. I just remember it for next time. So next time you roll around, you think you're gonna play me pussy, it's not happening. So right, so y'all. Now we don't we didn't talk about him much in the first um episode, but what do you think about Abbott? I don't care for him. I don't don't care for him. I don't Don't care for him. They really could have kept him out of the book, honestly. Um, (laughs) yeah, no. The only thing I like about his character is the fact that he really low key keeps the the story going of Reagan being the villain. That's it. That's all he got. Mm. Mm. But Just I, he. But he's also her love interest. Well, she needs to let that go. Honestly, let that go. Remember, she says something along the lines of like, "Oh, I wish he could have been there with me in the land of and not." Yeah, I definitely remember that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like him. I just feel like because what you guys don't know is. Within those next four chapters, she pretty much goes to the kingdom mm-hmm. or whatever and talks to them about what they can do to break the curse. And when she came back, because she had, she felt like she went soft and easy on them because she really could have went way harder than what she did. And everybody in her town was she's pretty still much the like, she's still right, like everybody was like, "I'm very disappointed in you. You're supposed to keep the peace." I, I, I no, like if somebody slap you, you're not finna keep letting them slap you. You know what I'm saying? Like, either you finna respond. And hit that ass back, or you finna move around. Now, so I don't know, but he really left her high and dry. He was pretty much acting like everybody else. And it's like, you should have just kept the peace, nigga. You on my side, which you... so, now, personally, now, personally, I know you. You feel that Reagan is not the villain. She's not. <laughs> I don't care nobody say. <laughs> totally the villain to me because how? Okay, so are we reading the same book? You know, yeah. there's another book out there by a different author. <laughs> Ain't no way. So, Reagan is the villain to me. For what? Because Thanks. she made ever, ever, ever worse. Like, she made it worse. Unintentionally, though. Only because while thinking she was protecting her mother and getting vengeance for her mother, mm. she made it worse. She took out. Okay, unintentionally. Not unintentionally. She knew exactly what she was doing. No, she didn't. Who told you that? When she cast that spell, she cast it with her full heart. Keep what they say. She's also like, but she's like very impulsive and emotional. So I don't personally feel like that's her fault. It's not her fault. They don't have therapy for no damn witches and shit. 
again that i have therapy for people like that okay babe so how was she supposed to cassandra go to you <laughs> no <laughs> no okay can we talk about um the fact that like jane and prince felix let me tell you something cassandra because felix 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 could have got points in his shit now just a, a disclaimer for all of those that have been um sexually assaulted this is a little bit more on the the touching on the topic of sexual assault so we definitely want to give a disclaimer before the next few things are talked about Right. So for so me, I want to say, um, definitely didn't know that until I got further into the book. Had I known that, we would not have suggested this book, but we had already started, so we got to finish. Facts. We, we do apologize. We definitely didn't um know that. Although I went back and I looked, and the Arthur does give a brief disclaimer. So definitely didn't. Reading is fundamental. <laughs> Literally. So now they talk about how Felix is like all up on her and she's at the birthday party of her little sister and she's really just not feeling it. Like she's just, she's just withering away because she's had, she hasn't eaten in all these years and she's just withering away and she just does not want to be bothered for real. So she's in this mood and then this Prince Felix walks up and he's just (laughs) all up on her, like in her space, in her bubble um touching her and saying like oh look at how small your wrist is and i don't know did you did you like pay attention to how like he was yeah. like real creepy he had, like grabbed her wrist and would not let her go she had tried to move away wouldn't let her go so then she was like i don't have the energy to fight him so i'm just gonna like dance with him because she was like i don't want to dance and um, he was like, no, we should dance, all, all the actual stuff or whatever. So then, like, they get the dancing, and he's pretty much trying to bring her super close to him. And, I, like, he was just doing the most. But did you peep out her daddy was letting this stuff happen? No, her daddy ain't shit. Ain't shit, ain't never gonna be shit. All that. Ain't stand up happy. Now, I don't know if you read this part, but she, Jane said something along the lines of, um, she wonders if this is how her great aunt's disappearance happened read that part which yeah for those of y'all that don't know the her great aunt is the witch not the witch the princess that has been missing for 80 years so she's basically wondering if this is how her aunt's disappearance occurred because of how pretentious and overbearing and um don't know boundaries the princess and the kingdom are yeah, so pretty much like princesses are groomed to be seen and not heard. Girl, pretty furniture. much you go, you hear you. So pretty much you go along with whatever the man says and all of that. It's just it's it's terrible. But I kind of get it because a lot of people these days are actually brought up that way. You're supposed to be seen, not heard. Your opinion pretty much doesn't matter. So if somebody disrespects you. It's okay for them. Yeah. It's really not. You need to learn to stand up for yourself and all the extra stuff. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I now, don't know. It's kind of triggering. Not friend. Miss Girl. Let me. <laughs> let me ask you this. Because this had me clutching my pearls. And I wasn't even wearing pearls. But. Did you notice how the book said that Grace was dancing with a princess? 
And I was like, not Grace a lesbian. No, it's the fact that I read that. But for whatever reason, because, <laughs> you know, I like to write. I was like, oh, that's just a typo. <laughs> Definitely thought that was a typo. They didn't mean to put Definitely that in there. did, but I'm here for it. Yeah, so she was. So they also had a black. Um, I had a black prince dancing with somebody. But I, I think remember. Abbott is black too. I don't recall them describing him, oh, but yeah. I could have yeah. missed it. I think in like chapter three they described him, or it was either chapter two or chapter three that they described him, but. I don't know. The colors don't be matching up with how they display in a story. Right. It just don't be matching up to like a family, you know? Right. I feel like they just like threw different stuff out there to make it seem like they're not, I'm not going to say racist, but it's not just about white people or whatever. Just saying. So I love the fact that Willa um, accompanies. Wait, let me back up. So can we talk about when Reagan got the invitation and how she felt so entitled that it was going to come with, like, a band and it was going to have all the nine yards. That was so funny to me. I was like, girl, you fucked these people's life and you want them to roll out the red carpet? Yeah. No. Yeah, definitely do. No. Definitely do. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. No, turkey. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's more like a girl, go to hell for me. No. Well, I'm still mad that you think Reagan's the like <laughs> is a terrible person. She's not. I don't feel like she's a villain. I feel like she was trying to get like okay, so with me, I feel like if I heard something happen to somebody that I am very close to and they are having really bad PTSD from it, I'm gonna want to react to it. I'm gonna want to do something or say something to the person that did it. So the fact that she, I'm pretty sure they didn't try to have conversations with the the king once or twice before or whatever. Um, it's not in the book, but I'm just giving it a backstory. Um, <laughs> well, but the king, no, first, it's not in these chapters four through eight anyway. Right. Um, but like they had, um, they tried talking to the king. He just don't feel like he does anything wrong. Nothing he does is wrong because he's a man. Um, so with that being said, I kind of see why Reagan did what she did. She felt like she was at least gonna get him by any means mm-hmm. to to suffer the way he has made other people suffer. I just don't think that Reagan understands why her mama was at the castle in the first place. If she could understand and her mama could get out of this PTSD state. And under and explain to her child, hey, look, I was at the castle doing blah blah blah. blah. Mm. But the book hints at Reagan's mom being invited to the castle. Mm. So, what if she had something to do with the witch, the princess going missing? It's possible, but it's I don't think the, the punishment fit the crime. Though I don't feel like the punishment fit the crime. Well, no, her mom. Um, her mom has like PTSD of loud sounds. So I don't think it was a punishment. I personally feel like it was just like a result. Maybe like her, maybe like her, um, her spell got too like crazy and mm-hmm. like something happened and it, it just provides a level of shock. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to read on the scene. But I don't know. I feel like she got PTSD from something else. 
it is. I don't feel like it's just the sounds. I feel like the sounds will remind her of all the other stuff or whatever. But I don't know. But I do feel like maybe she do have something to do with the um the princess get me a scene, babe. But no, so she the why why can't I think why can't I think I'm drawing a blank? So the little witch, she goes to the castle and right so at first when she's like walking up to the castle Mm -hmm. um she gets the letter to like the guardman or whatever and at first he's kind of like bored and he doesn't really want to be there but then he realizes oh this is the witch from such and such or whatever that did the curse or whatever so then he gets scared she walks in at first she wants to assess the situation to see how she was gonna handle everything and then after that, she introduces herself, and she pretty much tells them how they can get over the curse. So, what do you think about the, um, that now, part? Now, the walk up to the kingdom, and once she gets inside of the the ball, I will say that this was the first glimpse that I was like, okay, Reagan understands the magnitude of what she's done because of the simple fact that she she gets to see firsthand, like, dang, Jane look bad she looks horrible like she doesn't look she doesn't look like what i thought a princess would look like and she's starting to actually get this sense of the princesses are the victims and not the king right and she's like dang you know i kind of i kind of did make it bad for them like and then not only that but i only gave them four days to break the curse like i didn't think this through that's the other reason why i feel like low-key reagan may not be the the big villain because the daddy really the villain but I feel like low key, um, Reagan. Reagan is a child that's misguided. I'm just glad to hear you say sis is not the villain. Yeah, She's not totally yeah. The villain. She's no, you said misguided. Say. You said misguided, and we're gonna stay with that. Misguided, I got that. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely not heard that. She's like, that's that's yeah. my friend. I'm gonna stick beside it. Period. Because I don't feel like I don't feel like Sis is the villain. I just feel like she did what she thought she had to do to avenge her mother. Yeah, or whatever. So that's just me. But I do feel like somehow, some way, they need to get back at this king because he don't seem to give a shit about nothing. And also, you remember this episode of SpongeBob? It's several episodes where it's like this really shriveled up person that sits in the wheelchair. Is that the one that's like chocolate? I want to yeah, say it is. I chocolate. Yeah. I hate that's chocolate. What I, <laughs> that's what I imagine Jane looked like. Yeah, you know what I also wanted to mention? Doubling back to Prince Felix. Do you know how abusive that little son of a is? I'm telling you, Felix wouldn't have got a chance no. to touch me. Listen to this. So when Felix gave that girl a box of chocolate, and she can't fucking eat, bitch. Are you serious? No, not just him, but the entire All the princes. Everybody that came, they, they feel like food. it's funny that she's like that, and they want them to stay like that, which is why I feel like they want them to stay like It's one of those, I feel like, it's one of those situations to where it's like, we you like think to you're see better you than pain. us? Yeah, that. Like, you think you're better than us, but it's really, I, I think you're better than you, us. You're falling apart. You're dying slowly. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Oh. It's like throwing rocks at a glass house. Girl, no, this how to say go throwing rocks from a glass house. You hear you? So I just I had to really double back on that because I had just like 
I had really, really just thought about that and how it pissed me off when I read it because I was like, how can y'all be so cruel? But y'all the same ones lighting candles for a princess that's gone missing. Right. It just also, it bothers me so much that the princesses are so sheltered so they don't understand how, like, the real world is working and how other people really think mm-hmm. and how they really feel. So, Well, I don't know. I think maybe everybody but Jane is sheltered. Because if you look at Jane's that part, if you look at that part, though, she says, I wonder if they'll mourn me. Mm. I wonder if they'll remember me. I still feel like she's still sheltered, personally. Because they're not, they're princesses, they're not allowed. Yeah, because neither one of them are allowed to actually leave because they're princesses. Because, now, it does mention that Jane does read a lot. Mm. So, I think that she does have some knowledge of, like, just from what she's gotten from the books. Of Mm. how the world works and what's going on in the world because she wants to be queen. But personally, I feel like what's where she is mentally right now is in a sense of I can only worry about me right now and worry about my sisters. Because, girl, I'm going to die if this girl can break this curse. The fact that the girl was like, you got four days or you dying, that's wild. And she going out to, like, try and lift the curse. I don't know if I would waste my four days li- trying to lift a curse. If I couldn't get in the first day, what I told you, baby, I'm finna get catch me a flight to Vegas. <laughs> and Usher and Bruno finna see me, baby. Who? Because I writing. Ooh. No, I got to take a picture with him. Yeah, I'm, we, we can't. Would you like me to put it on your casket? Uh, could you? <laughs> like a life size cut out <laughs> that ass little fat head girl right. yes. so in the book um reagan gives them like a list of things that they have to get so which are a lock of hair from the most beautiful person in ever a clock from the oldest person in ever a um thimble full of tears from the saddest person in ever and a mm-hmm. crown of jewels from the richest one well, who do you think the saddest person it ever is? Her mother. You think her mother the saddest person it ever? Not Jane, mama the, the the witch mom, the Reagan mama. Oh, you see me? I feel like I feel like, I feel like that's gonna be the plot twist in the book. I feel like that and um The oldest person gotta be her grandma. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say the oldest person is her grandma. Because it's only going to be right. I feel like the things that she asked for were more so of, you need us. You need the, you need the witches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Don't forget, you know, who helped you. And I feel like it's going to be that. I think it's going to be like a double teaching lesson for um, the king. I just want this man to learn his lesson. That man is terrible. Just terrible. So, that's chapters four through eight. And catch us on the next episode where we'll dive into some juicy, juicy latest film, TV, all that good stuff. Yes, and we'll be yes. talking about some some of the hottest Netflix shows and we'll be talking about how much Netflix is a dirty dog. Oh, yes. We, ooh, I can't wait to get into Netflix. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> so y'all stay tuned. Um, make sure you send us all of your ideas, topics, thoughts in our email which will be also in the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast 
And we're also very grateful for your time and your energy of listening to us. And anything else, Danielle? No, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to us and rocking out with us. Don't forget to send all your questions, thoughts, and all of the extra stuff to our email. Like she said, it'll be in the description. And also, you guys, don't forget to, even if you're having a shitty day, don't make nobody else's day shitty. But what always helps me is I eat a snack, period. What always helps me is I eat a snack or I go exercise or something. Yeah, just don't forget to brush your teeth this morning. I don't care how bad you're going through things. Wash your ass. (laughs) Thanks. And make sure you wash your legs because I heard y'all be washing y'all legs. And you wash reg. Used to. One for your body, like your body parts. One for your, like, if you a girl for your coochie. Yeah. You need, well, you need three technically because you need one for your face if you wash your face in the shower, one for your body, one for your hoo-ha if you're a girl. Yeah, me personally. And then if you're a man, you need, two, you need one for that body and one for that ass crack. And make sure you spread it, okay? Spread it wide. But all right, y'all, that's been our time. Thanks so much for listening again. This has been Glass Half Full with Danielle and Kaven. I'm Kaven. Kaven. This is Danielle. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.